Hello everyone and welcome to the Mouse Ears Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, but mostly Disney. Brought to you by Fairy Tale Journeys Travel. Hi ho everyone and welcome back to the Mouse Ears Podcast. I am one of your wonderful hosts, Brooks. Uh, glad that you're joining us here. Uh either morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you listen to us. Uh, with me, I have my two un- other great hosts. Stephanie, how are you doing? Doing good, Brooks. Happy to be here. That's good. And I have the man in the deep in the heart of Texas with the four claps, Kelton. How are you doing? I'm good, Brooks. Good to be here. That's good. I know it's four claps, not three or five. Am I right? That, in that? is correct. Okay. We do it at every Astros game. So <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a lot of Texas events that you would do that at. Pretty much from Little League baseball all the way up to, you know, the Texans at NRG Stadium. Yes, who just made it to the second into the divisional of the playoffs. I, no. Shocked everybody here in the state of Texas. Well, southeast, everybody <laughs> kind of north is Cowboys fans. But we're not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Texans. They, here we they have go. A, they have enough problems. So anyway, uh, we are not here to talk about football. Uh, nope. But we are here. We have. I feel like this is going to be a very fun episode. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty. Uh, we have some new news Ooh, for new news. this past week that was announced. Uh, a lot of, I know we just had our episode about Festival of the Arts, but they've already started announcing news about Flower and Garden Festival, which is right after uh, Festival of the Arts. Well, because uh, Festival of the Arts is only 38 days. I mean, there's yeah. there's not much time to, you know, it's, it's Festival of the Arts and then we're moving on. That's Yeah. So they finally announced a end date for the Flower and Garden Festival. And I think it kind of shocked all of us when they announced the date. So the Flower and Garden Festival will go from February 28, 2014 to May 27, 2014. Only 90 days. 2024. Yeah, 2024. Sorry. So... I mean, it's they're they're they've invented time travel. You know, it's right there next to the Imagination Pavilion, and they're going back in time. I am curious though. This is this is this is weird. I mean, last yeah. year it went all the way towards the end of June, and then you know, food and Sometimes wine festival. July. Yeah, yeah. So, food and wine festival started at the end of July last year, so um, there was probably only like what two, three weeks or so. Where there wasn't a festival, but this, this is this is interesting. I'm I'm wondering what Disney has up their sleeve. That's all I got to so, say. So we're going to go into quick uh, speculation. Do y'all Ooh. think that they're going to bring in a whole new festival? I think they're going to extend food and wine to start it at uh, probably, if not beginning of June, I'd say mid June. But I mean, then, or is is it just going to be basically? You had three relatively short festivals and just have almost half a year have food and wine. What if 
what if they're shifting everything? They're going to make food and wine start earlier. And then Festival of the Holidays is going to start. Or you know how like Mickey's uh, Very Merry starts, I guess, last year was the first week of uh, November. So maybe they're going to do the same with Festival of the Holidays? Question mark. Or maybe even bring in Halloween into the holidays. Ooh. I wonder how they would do that. I'll just say this. I would be really happy if Disney could do a little bit more menu changes throughout some of these festivals. So, for instance, if they decide to do, you know, food and wine, let's say we'll use Kelton's, you know, theory. Speculation. Yeah, that word. (laughs) From June to, let's say, October, November, depending. That's that's a lot, a long, long time. I would not want to go to Disney to Epcot every single, you know, time during that period and have the same menus, the same booths. And then it's like, Meh, well, so if they're going to do something like that or whether they're extending or shortening or whatever, I think it'd be fun for Disney to kind of like have half of the festival with a few selection of menus and then the other with a different. I think it'd be fun. I think Disney can pull it off, too. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I feel like, too, I love that... food. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. I got food in my tummy. Yummy. But I, I feel like, too, that they could potentially do that. Also, just bring in more, just bring in more booths. You know, so that way you have more options. There's already a lot of booths there. You can never have enough booths. <laughs> just, I I want every thirty feet, <laughs> just like there's just like the trash, trash cans, can. either either boom. a food booth boom. or a Joffrey stand, one or the other. Ah, there it is. There's, you know, there's I'm the... not against this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and I the, think and our then the whole might convention be. and then the whole convention center just bring in, you know, br- open that up as a, more as a restaurant, maybe. And then just the foods that they're thinking of featuring, bring them in and they sell well enough, oh. you put them in into a new booth. So Have that as a test center. Well, I love oh, the that, idea of the test center. That's a great oh. concept. No. Come on, Disney. Okay, Disney. We, we, t- we talked about the, we talked about was it the the flavor bar, the flavor lab, no. flavor lab, flavor lab, flavor lab. Create the convention center as the flavor lab. Brooks, you just want imagineering of the imagineer of the night. That's all I gotta say. Spoilers. <laughs> Well, let's, I guess we get, now we ought to hurry up and get through the new news and then yeah. get in because Steph already so, opened up the present here. <laughs> so we talked about the in the dates for uh, Flower and Garden uh, ending at February 27th, 2024. Um, but then they May also... May 27th. May 27th. <sighs> it's, it's been I'm a so, long I'm day. So, I'm, so, I'm sorry, everyone. I've just, I've just <laughs> lost my title. I'm sorry. Uh, but then they also announced the lineup for the Garden Rocks concert series, um, which we're not going to 
dive into the lineup tonight. I'm sure whenever we do our official Flower and Garden Festival episode, we will dig dig into more of the lineup. But if you want to see the full lineup, you can go to our Facebook page, Mouse Ears Podcast, and we have the lineup linked there. Um, One thing that uh, Steph pointed out before we started recording, there's only three new uh, artists this year um, yet. But they still have several that they have not announced. Still hoping that somehow they bring in the Joey Fontone and AJ concert series to... You know how great that would be? Oh. They're already on tour. Just bring them on in. And they already go to Orlando. I mean, just book them then, too. So I was trying to look to see if one of their dates to be announced what lined up with that concert it does not but i was like come on so yeah um and then they also announced that the garden rocks dining packages uh will open up on february 6 2024 so if you're interested in booking a dining package so you can see your favorite artist or new artist or you want to just listen to some of your favorite bands growing up like simple uh simple plan, simple plan. I, that is one that is coming back contact your favorite fairy tale journeys agent and book on february 6 because some of those dates will go fast um was there any other news Kelton? yes yes there tell is. us more tell me more tell me more I don't have a car, but I do have an opening date for the cabins at Fort Wilderness if you want to hear Ooh, about that. Do te- yes. I know. Okay. The new cabins are opening. Now, it is one loop only that they're going to be opening. I don't know. We don't have an exact number on the number of cabins in that loop. But they open up July 1st of this year, 2024. Um, you can actually start. DVC members can start purchasing those points i believe it's february 1st and then start booking february 15th for july 1 and after um and then open up to the public i believe is in uh the end of february early march um so if you're uh if you're like me and don't have dvc points but you've been looking for seven to ten years maybe it's time to jump on it but um we're jump still learning it. more and more it. about it uh, you know, as the days uh, go on. So I would really uh, caught nah, not so much caution, but uh, make sure you read the fine print of everything when it comes to, uh, to these cabins. But if, if y'all don't know, Halloween and Christmas, the fort does a golf cart parade where you go and decorate if you're staying there, you decorate your golf cart with whatever the theme. I think they even do it for Fourth of July too. Um, campsites too. Oh, I'm the always, camp. I those. I'm normally there for oh. Halloween. It's amazing. Oh my god! Sells so, out every year. That's the kicker. It sells mm-hmm. out every year, and on when the day of the parade, which is usually October 31st for Halloween or whatever the date is for the Christmas one, a um, couple of days before. I'm, I'll have to look it up, but 
they actually shut the fort down to the point where you have to be staying at the fort or be visiting someone, you know, who's currently staying there to get in. They don't just let anybody in to watch those parades. So it is that big. Well, plus you have your people that are renting those campsites for, uh, I think it's like, it's five months and 29 days or something like that. What is You can only be at a campsite or anywhere for a month max. Oh, is it? A, okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you can't. So yeah. 30 no, days. They, Disney, Disney cracked down because people were staying there, have, making it their literal home base. And it's such a big, thing it's a really popular location that people well, don't necessarily realize it's probably cheaper than golden oak well that, that is very true <laughs> very true <laughs> so uh opening date for the fort wilderness cabins july 1 of this year 2024 and as that's all i got more, and as more news breaks on the cabins again stay tuned to our mouse Ears podcast a facebook page as I'm sure Kelton will be right on it on posting the news about the cabins. I shall. And if you plan on going in the summertime, don't forget your bug spray. <laughs> oh, I think you so. need you need a big stinky for the fort. And if you don't mm-hmm. know about a big stinky, <laughs> look it up. Or find your nearest Midwesterner. They'll know. So I think that's all the new news that we had for this week. So as Steph mentioned earlier, we're going to dive right into our topic for this week. Uh, we have a challenge Ooh. going on between the three of us. It is Imagineer for a day. So basically what we are going to do, uh, it is a 1v1v1 challenge. Uh, so we are challenging each other. Uh, each of us will pick one rod from Disney or Universal because we do all things travel, but mostly Disney here on the Masters podcast. Uh, Pick one ride from Disney or Universal to replace, refurb, or bring back. Um, So we will have, we will each have 10 minutes total to present our pitch. And yes, if you have props, you can use props or a PowerPoint presentation. Brooks, uh, is that what? why your camera angle is off a little bit? We we are not talking about that right now. Oh, okay. Um, but in those 10 minutes, you will present your pitch to the other hosts and our fine listeners. Um, where you would discuss how you would either refurb a an existing rod bring back uh an extinct rod or and how would you improve it or if you're replacing a whole rod what are you replacing it with within reason isn't um i feel like you can't just say oh i'm going to replace the uh magic carpets in animal kingdom and do a uh, Incredible Hulk type rod. I feel like. Why not? Okay, how, how about you, this? How, how are you going to fit about, it? We can do how it. How about this? How about this? Okay. Uh, what if we created land just specifically based on this one particular ride? If that were an option. Is that an option? 
If not, let me know. I mean, Disney has the room. <laughs> good to know. Not saying that's what I'm doing, but good to know. <laughs> hmm. I think that may be foreshadowing. So uh, you can also pitch uh, potential merchandise options. And if you really want to, what your timeline potentially would be for the project. Uh, after your presentation, if time permits, you can open the floor to questions uh, within the 10 minute time limit. After 10 minutes, time will go off and your presentation is over. Um, after all three hosts have presented their pitch, we will open up the voting to our Facebook group. And also we will create a poll on our Spotify account. And we will also uh, create a TikTok asking for which one is your favorite idea. Uh, the winner of the showcase will get to pick a topic for the upcoming for an upcoming episode of the Mouse Ears podcast. And you can even make it to where you don't tell us what topic you're doing. If you want to spring it on people, I think that could be kind of fun to where, I mean, how good of travel agents are we? we, Yeah, that is, that's good. That is nice. (laughs) Nice with an O. (laughs) Nice. How nice. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that so we have to we may have to be quick on our feet because if we present quickly, we're, we may be coming in with fire questions. So that is the Imagineer for a Day challenge. I'll go so first. Who, so who wants to go, Kelton? You're going to go first. Yeah. Are you going to take notes? God, I hope you don't no. take notes on this. No. Okay. Good. So, all right, let me know when you want me to start the timer. Oh, uh, you can go ahead. Timer starts now. Excellent. So, like we said, we're a podcast of all things travel, but mostly Disney. However, I'm not talking about Disney today, even though I'm throwing you off with all the Disney merch in my room, uh, my jungle, uh, Jingle Cruise sweatshirt. No, we're going up the road to Universal Orlando, specifically. Universal Studios Orlando. Um, so I may have broken the rules just a little bit. I am already. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Hey, we're only 18 minutes in. Here we go. Buckle up. Glad you're sitting down for this one. Um, however, we are. I'm not. We're bringing back an extinct ride to a point and refurbing one but i'm also doing a whole land too so i took it above and beyond because this is probably one of my favorite movies and as we know universal studios used to have or still has all the sound stages but started taking out some of the classic movies so what i'm doing is i am Bringing back, refurbing, and building a land around Back to the Future. Yes. I know. So, okay, here's what I'm thinking. So, the main Simpsons ride. Okay, we're going to bring back the old, you know, nostalgic of the Back to the Future attraction. Going through it. We'll update it for all three movies to make sure all the, you know, we hit all the main points. However, on top of that, we're going to... 
put in and retheme two different lands. Okay, so you have uh, Simpsons or Springfield, home of the Simpsons, where all that stuff is. So we're going to refurb that one kind of into like 1955 from, from the movie. So you'll have, you know, kind of the working clock tower, all the, uh, the 40s and 50s, you know, car classic cars. You'll have the diner, which I'll get into in just a second. Um, but then we're not just going to stop there, guys. I am stretching all the way into World Expo where Men in Black is. Don't hate me. I know it's, it's, it's a good one. It's a good attraction. However, I'm taking, I'm, I'm refurbing it. We're going to get rid of Men in Black. World Expo is going to become kind of like 1885 uh, from the movie. So Wild Wild West and 1955 Hill Valley. Um, so kind of getting into a little bit of the nitty gritty there. The two attractions, I already talked about the one in Springfield. Uh, that the Simpsons took away from me. But with Men in Black, I think we're kind of keep the same ride concept, same track, kind of same thought process, except it's going to be a shootout with Biff Tannen and his entire crew for the for the interaction. Stage coaches, uh, the Main Street shootout, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great on the attraction. So you actually get to participate and help Marty McFly in his red western jump shoot you know jumpsuits yeah it's I, we're going all out for this to go and defeat biff tannen and his crew of mischiefs per se um but we're not i'm not stopping there because we're going to stick with 1885 in the old world expo and we're going to have some live actors go out maybe go out and demonstrate like the uh the standoff that Marty and Biff had in the Wild West, um, where, uh, and at night, if you guys remember from the movie, at night when they had kind of the, uh, I'm not even sure, we'll call it a shindig, but I'm not even sure what you would call it, a fair per se. Uh, so they have the live music, the, the dancing, all that good stuff to go with it. Um, we can't forget about food and beverage. I don't have, you know, like a, need to have item but for food wise in 1885 from back to the future if you guys remember marty spent a lot of time in the saloon per you know per se and so we're gonna have that it's gonna be just a quick service kind of like think uh a little bit cosmic rays ish cosmic rays uh cases corner type of thought process order your food take it you know sit down in the saloon eat your pulled pork sandwich or some brisket, maybe have a cold one. Uh, and then, yeah, so that's kind of really what's coming down for 1885. And we're going to go back to 1955. I really should say to the future for a, uh, 1955. And this is kind of just based around really the first movie. So uh, Doc's family home before you know, everything went down. So you'll be able to walk through that. Uh, the diner I mentioned earlier will be an actual like table service, quick service kind of thing. So think uh, a little bit like Mama Melrose, but, you know, more surrounded by 
the movie. Maybe Biff Tannen might walk in, you know, one day and start going at somebody. You never know what's going to happen in this place. Um, so that kind of really, let me check my notes here just to make sure. Yeah, that kind of does it. That brings me to the end of my refurbishment, bringing back of an extinct attraction and refurbing the land. Back to the future. Thanks. I love it. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> I'll step off my, uh, my box now. Okay, so... Let's see here. Steph, do you have any questions? I do. All right. Brace yourself. What would you want the, and I'm going to use the word cast members. What would you want the cast members, members uniform? Team members. Thank you. I really did not know what it was for Universal because Disney's so ingrained. Um, what would you want the team members to wear as their costume for this land? Well, it kind of depends on what you know what they're doing are they working the attraction are they in the quick service you know whatever pops it would, to your mind what would you like at least well, you, there's like a color scheme more, or you know oh i don't know i don't know colors i barely match my own clothes to be honest with you but you know it would be more of like a um 1950s type of like gentleman and or you know lady look you play the role of you know that that era so you're talking like uh, maybe the nice pressed like green pants with the vest and the pocket watch and uh you know real nice like trimmed up haircut and type that's of that, fun you know for that's for fun. men anyway so that's um yeah that's kind of so very 1950s ish and then 1885 we're going straight texas i mean pull out the boots get the chaps get your jeans you know get your uh resisto i like you're going full uh, Texas on that bad boy, so they'll they'll be switching out. You'll be doing a lot of rotation because it's hot in Florida in the summertime. We don't need people passing out. So in the diner, will you have Pepsi Clear and Tab? Well, of course, you have to. And the even though the rest of the park sells game? Coke, it sorry. And the uh, quick draw arcade game. Well, yeah. You have to. Now, would are there any exclusive merchandise that you would bring in? Not at this time, because we still are kind of in the development mode. We haven't really got to the merchandise yet. Um, I know you mentioned it earlier. Time frame, we're probably looking at a solid 17 to 32 years to... Uh, to develop and complete so it will be coming out uh so we're the walls will be up for a while uh i'd say not because we're not there yet for construction so i would look for the walls probably 2032 maybe and we're looking completion maybe 2067 but like I said, you know, we're still in the early stages. You know, I don't by that, merchandise by that might time, come out like twenty fifty five. Yeah. By that time Simpsons might be off the air by then. Could be. Yeah. You never, you never we, know. We, you never know. But that's kinda of, so I'm thinking twenty sixty seven we should have this project finished. Season fifty two, here we come. <laughs> 
find out. I mean, you could use a DeLorean to go back in time and create the create everything sooner. All right, we could. How much time do we have left? Do we have time for another question or no? Well, that answer. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> I th- I think you one more question. You were asking before it went off. I was going to say um character meet and greets. Yes, no, who would you have? It's kind of obvious, but It's not going to be a line, but I'm thinking like kind of how Disneyland used to do the free roaming. Mm. I think full on docs should roll out in the time machine. Like just smack dab in the meet, you know. If that <clears throat> maybe Marty will Maybe Doc will be wondering, you know, standing around his uh, weather instrument, experimental instruments on the street. Um, so maybe, maybe not. You'll have to find out in 2067. <laughs> Mark your calendars. <laughs> I'll put it on the right Nice now. job, Kelton. Nice there job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Who's next? I'll go next. It's fine. I'm not nervous or anything <laughs> to propose my idea. <laughs> All right. Let me All know right. when you're ready. Whenever you are, Rex. All right. Time starts now. All right. So where do I start? So I must admit, I originally was thinking, oh, man, I really want that spaceship Earth refurb that Disney has teased in the past because it needs it. I mean, I love Spaceship Earth. It is a classic. But it could use the refurb and the um, concept art that they had proposed just really seemed amazing. So that was my first idea. But I was just not satisfied. I felt like there's no way we can have a conversation about it for 10 minutes um, without having original thoughts as much. Because what Disney did propose seemed just super cool. So I decided to come up with a concept that... I feel like no one, no one would come up with um, an underappreciated movie slash movie series. And that is Ice Age. I love Ice Age. There are multiple movies on Ice Age. It is underappreciated. It is so fun. And frankly, and I am alluded to it earlier, Kelton, you did it too, so I don't feel too bad. I would completely redo um, Animal Kingdom's Dino Land and make it into an Ice Age era. You don't have to get rid of Dinosaur because, hello, there's a Dinosaur Ice Age She's going to refurb it. Yeah, you just elaborate a little bit. Um, and then what I would do, obviously, Prime, Prime World, oh, I can never say that name correctly, gone, obviously, um, we could definitely update the elephants that are there, the not the elephants, the triceratops, triceratops that are there. Spin. Mm-hmm. We can update that to have it be obviously more of a ice age animalistic concept. Very easy, not super hard. Uh, I would love to change the playground to have it be more of like a, I don't know, like a cool enclosed area for kids to play in but also it would have like a top deck where you basically have like this lookout to the rest of animal kingdom but the concept is that it would be a nice cool area for the family um with just 
who knows? I mean, I like the concept of, you know, the seas and Epcot. If we could do something like that in Animal Kingdom. And because Animal Kingdom, I love it. It is my favorite park. There really isn't a lot of places to go and be indoors other than your shows, right? You got Finding Nemo, The Lion King, and the stuff to be a bug. So this would be just another opportunity for people to be indoors in a cool setting where, I don't know, maybe you have like um, uh, almost like a museum style kind of like dinosaur, an extension of that, where you have prehistoric animals and fossils and yada, 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 yada. Um, on top of like a playground and whatnot. So, um, and again, I just, I love the concept of having like a lookout area. It could almost be like a restaurant perhaps, um, or just something where you have like an eagle's point of view, almost like a glacier on top of a glacier point of view that looks over all of Animal Kingdom. Because the only time that you really get to see all of Animal Kingdom is from the top of Everest. So you know, I thought that was a cool concept. And then where um, Prime World, whatever, was located, um, I'd probably want to do a form of roller coaster, thrill attraction, um, based around Diego the Sabertooth Tiger. I think it'd be fun. It would be just another, um, what is it, e-ticketed attraction um, for, you know, guests to be able to enjoy. And again, I just feel like Ice Age would just fit so seamlessly into this area. I mean, yes, we've heard the blue the blue sky concept from Disney about Encanto in there and, you know, possibly, um, oh my goodness, what's the little boy's name? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, whatever. The little boy from Encanto who has his animal talking superpowers and yada, yada, yada. And I love that. But I almost Diego, feel like- Diego, I believe. Is it? Maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. Continue. I'm sorry. It's okay. No worries. Um, I would just think that as much as I love Encanto, um, man, can we put it in like Epcot or still even, cause, I mean, you can add a Colombian pavilion. I mean, we do, you know, want to add more Hispanic pavilions, or at least that's talk of the town, at least. Um or you could do the Magic Kingdom expansion with, you know, Encanto and Coco, and then eventually Villains Land. That was a pretty cool concept. But point is, I feel like Ice Age is like a really cool movie and movie sequence. Um, there's a lot of things you could do with it. Um, just to have like an entire area where it's cool, where you'll have mists everywhere. And like, it's not like currently like that dirt kind of look right because it's dino land right architecture it's typically hot and it gives off a hot feeling and i feel if we you know had this whole land where it's just white and blues and like silvers even you know with patches of like you know green here and there because you know you have taking into consideration the movie like the meltdown and whatnot um, but I feel like there's a lot of fun that you can do there. And then I'll just end it with, I would love to be able to incorporate funky, cold, like desserts and things like that, drinks. And I'd want to have like a signature drink, something fun in one of like the turtle shells, but obviously wouldn't be real, right? Because they, I don't know if you guys remember, there's a movie, one of the movies, there's the turtle shell that they use as like your portable house and whatever. And I thought that'd be fun. So anyways, that's my proposal. It's the 
Ice Age era land in Animal Kingdom. Question. What about Scrat, the squirrel? What about him? Acon. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's, I feel like he's kind of the star, but not the star. I mean, he's Maybe in the very beginning should... and kind of makes like a couple little. He's amazing. Know. He's amazing. Oh, so he's he the could hey, either hey. be like hidden Mickey's. He is the hey, hey. He could either be like hidden Mickey's around Ooh. and have it be like a scavenger hunt for kids or something, or. We could maybe the Triceratops spin could, could be, be a bunch of scrats or scrat. Yeah, something like and that. In front of it is or, the acorn. Know, like, the acorn would be good. Yeah, some that would be fun. The That'd acorn be... would be good. Yeah. And then you have scrat like with like I don't know. He's changing to different like funky facial characters <laughs> and whatnot. Um, trying to get and he can't reach it because the acorns are flying. You know. <laughs> I feel like the cues would be fun and cool. Like I said, myths everywhere keep it cool <laughs> what like meet it. and greets would you incorporate oh that's a toughie i don't think that i would be able to have any meet and greets with something like this um it would be more of like a kevin uh that you see walking around um so i think you, not really a mammoth because hello that's big what about uh, sid? like maybe sid i was gonna say sid, sid would be sloth. fun Sid would be fun. He could probably have his own. He could probably have one of the. Um, there's like a couple of different, like Chip and Dale Dino. We could probably have um, Sid in one of one of those locations as well. The last so, dandelion. <laughs> so, I I have I have one more question. So you yes. mentioned you could you could still have the dinosaur rod. Would you re-theme that any to fit the Ice Age theme? I, I love Dinosaur. You know how much I love it. And it's a classic. Um, you know, I honestly think I would. It would still be dinosaur themed. It just wouldn't be from the movie Dinosaur. And I still think it would fit in better than putting it as an Indiana Jones. Because that is a totally different entity than Encanto, like Disney proposed. Or at least if it was dinosaur themed, even if the dinosaur characters were a little bit different. Um, and you can have Scrat in the pre-show for, for, for the dinosaur so, ride. <laughs> so there's, we're not going to be greeted by the old-fashioned, hello there. I absolutely Dr. love him. Dr. Seeker. Dr. Seeker. Yep. Yep. Rest in peace, Dr. Seeker. Gosh, amazing. So, uh, do awesome. I want to get rid of them? No. But in this instance, I feel like it would be a little bit more fitting without totally... Again, it wouldn't be something that's done somewhere else. It would still be new in its own way. I have a question. Yes, Kelton. A time frame. Oh, well, you know, uh, considering this is the Ice Age, it will take a couple millennia for us to be able to develop the necessary tool to build what we need to build so no idea 2247 <laughs> maybe oh Something there like it that. is <laughs> very Did I not good. get a round of applause yes Jeez, guys thank you <laughs> i was nervous <laughs> i thought that was that was a great one it However, was good you could also you could do sid and scrat in the uh the pre-boarding of dinosaur i think that'd Absolutely. be great 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, absolutely. So I, so I had an idea if he didn't want to completely do Ice Age and the Dinosaur Ride, there is the good dinosaur movie. Yeah. Could potentially do something. I don't know. And that's a beautiful movie, too. I do like that one. So, so well, very good. I still <laughs> prefer, I, I prefer any of these options over Indiana Jones. That's already established in Disneyland. Give me something new, Disney. That's all I'm saying. My heart hurts when you say that. I love so, Indiana Jones. I really do. I just want something else if they're going to change it. I love the first three Indiana Jones, the last two movies. Hmm. He's, he's getting old. Yeah. He's getting so old. So on that note, Brooks. Mm-hmm. What, the note you, of being old? That is not <laughs> what I was going for, but if that's how you want to take it, you can take it that way. Well, I was Sonny. gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna leave the best for last. I don't know because about Steph that. and I y'all... already know what you got, what you did. So I, I don't know, y'all, y'all, y'all came with all fires blazing. Hold on, let me let me get into presenter mode here. <laughs> for those <sighs> not watching, he just switched his glasses to even more nerdy glasses. All right. I'm down. So, and action. Me, all right. Let me start the timer. Three, two, and one. All right. So, my pitch, and I feel like I, I feel like I had a little bit of advantage because when we were previously talking about this topic, we were talking about doing a Facebook Live, and I had already pitched this idea. Um, but my idea. I am not creating a new land or anything like that. I am just refurbing a rod. And it is one that I feel like a lot of people have speculated is going to be referred uh, pretty soon. Um, but I would refurb Rock and Roller Coaster and replace Aerosmith as the um, as a lead uh, artist with power line bringing in goofy and max a goofy movie and all that um so one thing here i don't feel like it would be a major um refurb um to try to make it as quick as possible uh to save time you could paint the guitar outside um from red to purple because power line was inspired by Prince. Um, so the waiting queue could potentially stay the same as you, um, because, because like I said, you're trying to keep some of the premise of the rods. Um, one thing that I think is really cool with the rock and roller coaster, I don't know if people realize this, but as you're in the queue, especially if you have your magic bands and you scan in, if you look at the posters around rock and roller coaster and they're talking about like upcoming artists you may see your name pop up on those posters i don't know if any of y'all have noticed that um and i noticed it because i was i saw my name up on the screen and you don't see brooks everywhere um and then while you're standing in the queue uh only thing you could you would really potentially need to change are the voiceovers. Um, you would need to 
probably record new voiceovers with Goofy and Max. Um, so the waiting queue, that would basically be the big change is the voiceovers and painting the guitar. Uh, and then it would, nothing would really change that much until you get into the opening scene. Uh, the Goofy and Max. So the opening scene, um, I, I would have the premise as you are Goofy and Max visiting Powerline in the studio. Uh, the reason you're visiting him is because you became friends with him at the concert. And he wants you to come in and hear a new song that he is recording. Um, so he invites you to the studio. And again, same premise that you get there, you start talking to Powerline. And all of a sudden, there's not an, enough time uh, because he has another concert to get to in L.A. And he then invites Goofy and Max. And we, the audience, are along with Goofy and Max. And um, one thing I feel like you could bring in uh, Powerline's agent would be, I don't know if y'all have seen the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think Gina, I think Chelsea, I can't think of her last name, uh, but I think she would be perfect as that uh, agent. Um, you would have, obviously, new dialogues from the characters. I think it would be crucial to get the original uh, artist that played Powerline, Tevin Campbell, uh, to, re to redo his uh, voice and then also record, record the songs. Um, and then, like I said, the, my, my thought was to try to make as little changes as possible, but with the biggest effects, um, the cube before the ride could physically stay the same, just throwing references to the goofy movie, maybe the extreme goofy movie, uh, goof troop, the goofy shorts where goofy is in the Olympics. Um, again, you would probably need to do new voiceovers with Goofy Max and their pals. Um, and then add, add some of the Goofy IP to the signs of the ride. Uh, then once you're in the uh, actual ride, you got to do the two big movies from two big songs from the movie. Stand out eye to eye. Can you imagine how pumped you would get riding that roller coaster and eye to eye comes on? And then the big change, a new song from Powerline comes on and just rocks the house. Um, so that way you can basically have the ride the same because you're going through LA traffic, trying to get there, um, have the iconic goofy yell. Um, and then when you get to the gift shop, have it pretty much the same repainted to match more of a power line concert. Um, you could have a power line meet and greet, uh, goofy meet and greet, uh, max meet and greet. Uh, and then I think the new, I think the new merch would be a massive seller. If you bring in a power line spirit Jersey, I feel like they could just print money. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I feel like timeline with trying to make as little 
changes as possible with the biggest effect. Usually, Rock and Roller Coaster closes around January for a little bit. Maybe extend that for a few months. Maybe even try to shoot for spring break or even June. Uh, and then that could really help spread the crowds around Hollywood studios. Um, and that's it. That's my present. That is my presentation. Just replace Aerosmith with Powerline and let it go from there. Question. I love it. Yes. I have a question. Do you have one or go ahead, Steph? No, no, no. I wasn't sure if you were saying that you have a no. question or putting yes. it in the atmosphere. Question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my question mark. Would this with the refurb, would this replace and become replace and become the new virtual uh you know like lightning lane per se? And have I feel that like, taken away from Star uh from I feel Star like Wars. if you bring in Powerline, you would have to because the lines would be past Tower of Terror. So it's yes, the millennials, it man. It mm-hmm. yes, and then mm-hmm. again, that would free up a lot of the. It would make Hollywood Studios more spread out, mm-hmm. not so much jumbled. That would be really. That would be kind of cool. I think it'd draw in a lot of crowds for sure. So. Dalton, do you have another question, or can I? All right. You may. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. First. Yes. Would you <clears throat> essentially um, take down the little car section that's next to Rock and Roll and try and make that into incorporate that into this whole power line retheming? Because I think you should. That was not my original thought uh because i was trying to make it as quick of a turnaround as possible but i think eventually you would have to to help even spread it out a little more and you can even make it kind of like a simulation type to where you have a animatronic power line singing songs and concert hall yes and then you could even potentially some of the up and coming artist, uh, you have them perform shows there. Um, have the animatronic go down and then actually make it somewhat of a potential music hall. Very cool. So that's interesting that you was that your that wasn't your final question, was it? No, it wasn't, but go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you no, no, seriously. I don't so, mind. There was a time when that before cars that was used as a it was actually a it was called Club Cool at at a at a point in time. And so they actually had a, a DJ in there for a number of hours to, you know, help because it's hot. So it's air conditioned, some bangers just pumping out, the lights going. So could be a good idea. Steph, go ahead. I love it. So my follow-up question is, would you have a specialty popcorn bucket for this area, and what would it be? Oh, man. DuckTales is what it would be. So, you know me. I would have to have a popcorn bucket. Um, So I would think you would... Oh, man. I would say either... Uh, 
the leading tower of Chiza as a popcorn bucket. <laughs> um, or to make it a little more not as niche as either at max as dressed up as Parallon. Um, and then throw in a Joffrey's coffee stand with a special like energized coffee drink. Maybe it's made something with extra espresso or something like that. I love it. I think that we couldn't have ended on a better question. I think that's, I think that would be really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Right. You can have like a popcorn bucket in a separate kind of Loki. So, Oh, well that is well, my Brooks, presentation. Yes. You get a round of applause too for that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I did not replace a land or anything like that. I didn't go all out like y'all did. But you had a lot more detail, at least than I did. And I still think it was incredible. So honestly, you know, it was a well thought out plan. And honestly, for those of you that are listening, this whole episode was Brooke's brain baby. So if you guys like this, let us know because we do have a lot more ideas like this that we can probably throw around here and there throughout the season, but let us know. So real quick, um, did y'all have any other uh, kind of honorable mention ideas real quick? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kelton, you go first. It hasn't been done yet. Mm -hmm. So, but I would refurb and bring back the Country Bear Jamboree. That is my honorable mention. <laughs> wah, wah. Yep, I'm sour. <laughs> All right, Brooks, how about you? I mean, Kelton, that's like me talking about uh, my honorable mention ride is the city walk going to Voodoo Donuts. Throwback to season one. But they're not replacing that. God, yeah. it's, it is going to stink if they take out the moving sidewalks going to City Walk oh, from the parking gosh. garage. Yeah. <sighs> so, how are we my, supposed to get there faster? That's right. Sorry. <laughs> so, my honorable mention, uh, and this is one that I don't have a full idea thought out with or anything, but again, I'm staying in Hollywood Studios, staying near uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Even though it is my favorite ride in Hollywood Studios, retheme do Tower it. of Terror oh. into Emperor's New Groove. And I accept. With a trip Underrated to movie, just saying. With a trip to Yzma's lab to where you could definitely have the pull the lever crunk. <laughs> And then you yes, 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 yes. just take a ride through the lab. And then as you exit going into the gift shop is Coos Topia, complete with water slide. <laughs> My God, I love that so much. I can't Steph, even. They're what is your amazing. honorable mention? My honorable mention is bring me back Mickey's Toontown at Magic Kingdom. I don't know about you. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of the circus concept for the kids area. Not a fan of it. I mean, is does it have great things for children? Yes. That's not what I don't like. I just don't like the theme. 
personally. I prefer Toontown. Or you know what? Do something with the old Camp Mini Mickey, even though that was an Animal Kingdom. That would be fun too. Just something that's I don't know, circus themed, really. Who thought that was a good idea? People are afraid of of clowns and circuses, <laughs> right? The the red and the white. I don't like. I that. could get behind that one. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That was my honorable mention. I mean, I would ride the barnstormer just so I can see updates on the drawn. I love that ride. I wouldn't even need to get rid of the rides. It's just the theme. No, I, I used to love walking through Mickey and Minnie's like houses, you know, when I was a little kid. So oh, I thought it was adorable. I just feel like a lot of people don't go back there very much. No, not it always not seems kind of empty. Yeah, yeah, if you, it's like if you want to avoid crowds, you can go walk <laughs> in there. Because really, I mean, it was the, you know, how can you like now? You only have to wait, what, five minutes to ride Dumbo? Ten years ago, you were waiting two and a half hours. Yes, like, yes, that's, you would. I mean, I don't know. It just, yeah. Then again, that Fantasyland expansion kind of, that's what did it, really. It took away people from going to that area. And I'm sure the new theming has a lot to do with it, too. But just my, my speculation. <laughs> so, awesome. Anyways, I love this, this was episode. Fun. This oh, is yeah. so this much fun. fun. I mean, I feel like this is kind of, I would have discussions like this before becoming a travel advisor and what I would do. And it was one of my favorite things to just kind of speculate. So it kind of, I feel like kind of brought me back to my roots, a sort. So I, yeah, absolutely. I like it. Yeah. And maybe so, Disney's listening because honestly, Brooks, Flavor Lab concept in Epcot, bro. Woo. <laughs> I'm just hungry at thinking if, about all the possibilities. I mean, if they br- <laughs> if they if they make it happen, we know they're listening. Mm-hmm. And if they are, draw free sponsor us. So I think that about <laughs> does it for this week's episode. Uh, don't forget to join our Mousers Podcast Facebook group. Um, we have mentioned we have a mouse ears podcast TikTok now. Um, and don't forget to go to our Instagram page and mouse ears blog for all the latest news and episode details. Also, if you're interested, uh, and to interested in having a fairy tale agent, fairy tale journeys agent, uh, book your next trip, visit fairytalejourneystravel.com and let them know the podcast sent you. Lastly, if you like listening to us, we love for you to leave us a review wherever you listen to us. We have also expanded how many platforms we have now available for our podcast. We have Apple Podcasts, we have Spotify, we have Amazon Music, we have Google Podcasts, which is now about to become uh, YouTube Music uh, and several others. So wherever you listen to us, leave us a review and that will help us out the best. Uh, do y'all have anything else? Thanks for listening. And or leave watching. us a review. Yes, leave us a review. All right. Until next time. If I don't see y'all again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.